Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. Joining us on the line from the Simcoe County Student Transportation Consortium, we have the Safety and Accessibility Officer, Sean Lavisser. Now, Sean, normally we we talk to you in advance of a snow day, and my goodness, we, we almost had one yesterday. Yeah, we've, with a, the snow has started in different pockets and areas around Simcoe County and, and just to our north, so... It is that time of year. Sean, we'd like to check in with you this time of year because there's a lot to, for families to to be aware of and to understand and know uh, when it comes to uh, school bus transportation and uh, the safety aspect. And, and a lot of it comes down to, is it going to be a snow day? Is it not going to be a snow day? Who makes that call? Uh, let's first explain what the Simcoe County Student Transportation Consortium is. So for lack of a better description, we're the middleman. So the, the Simcoe Muskoka Catholic District School Board and the Simcoe County District School Board at one point in time had transportation departments. And uh, they were amalgamated and the consortium was created well over a decade ago now. And what we do is we're the middleman between the boards of education and the school bus companies. So the school bus companies work uh, for us uh, and we're funded by the boards of ed. Okay, so y- you have the contracts with the landmarks and the Sintons and those kind of folks. That's right. Well, yeah, Landmark and, and Sharp are two of our local okay. operators down here and, and Watt Transportation and Muskoka's. And, and and then the, then you deal then you uh, provide that service to the school boards themselves. Yeah, we provide all the logistics, all the stop information, and we deal with all the families and so on. Uh, anything school bus related uh, with the public, uh, that would be our responsibility, and, and we hold the contracts. One of the big jobs uh, on a daily basis as we head into this type of time of year is who makes the call as to whether it's a snow day, whether you're putting the buses on the road or not, uh, which often gets to be confusing to, for us <laughs> uneducated in this because some days you're going, wow, I can't believe they're going out. And other days you're going, why wouldn't they have gone out? Uh, what's the process? How does it work? And, and how cautious do you need to be? So the process actually starts days in advance. So we monitor weather ongoing from basically mid-October out. So we're we're paying attention to what's going to happen in the weather. And what we do is we say the day before we decided. So say today we, we got up and there's uh, warnings uh, and watches and so on and so forth around Simcoe County. What we would do is we would notify our operators that tomorrow morning we would have a call. So they go out in the early morning hours uh, between 3 o'clock and 5 a.m. and they actually check the roads. They do that between 3 and 5. From 5 until 5.30, they're checking with snowplow operators, um, you know, township folks and so on to find out what's open, what's closed, what's been plowed, what's not been plowed. And then at 5.30, we hold this conference call that we have the snow captains around Simcoe County on. And they, at that point in time, rationalize to us as to where they think they can service and where they can't. So it's it's more than just is it snowing or is it going to snow? It's how much of has it been dealt with already, or what's the potential of dealing with it as it comes? Yeah, well, we watch. You know, you, as you can well imagine, you, the radar and what we see in the radar in the early morning hours between say four thirty and five thirty is significantly different than what shows up in the radar later on. So the projection for bands that come off and a great example up in calling what is, is on Georgian Bay is there's bands that come off. And so say we have a significant snowfall and we have some whiteout conditions 
uh, and poor driving conditions in the early morning hours. And the band appears, according to the radar information we have, that it's going to continue through bus time in the morning and create poor driving conditions. At that point in time, the decision might be made to cancel, say, the west zone, um, depending on where that band is or depending on what visibility and road conditions are like. It might be the entire county gets canceled, but mm-hmm. every zone. So, um, yeah, that information is is gathered in a kind of finite window based on information that we have at hand at the time. And I think that's the important piece for families that wake up and say, well, it's, it's 845 and I live in town calling with this <laughs> crystal blue sky, uh, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, why, why are the buses canceled? When in reality, so much more has happened in those early morning hours. And, and we respect families' opinions and we respect the fact that people might second guess that decision later in the morning or nine o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. But I think the big piece of them to understand is, is that student safety is our number one priority. And every decision we would ever make is based solely on that and that alone. Sean, you've been at this uh, for uh, over two decades. Uh, has, has the decision to, to let the buses go or to pull them off the road, um, has that changed in terms of uh, were we a bit riskier 20 years ago or are we just more, more informed now because we have better resources that we're taking the buses off the road more because it's safer? I would say that's both. I'd say the, the the first bit of it is is that quite honestly, I managed a school bus company in my mid twenties. As you said, don't make me feel old here. But <laughs> I but I but I managed a school bus company in my mid twenties, and I can remember driving across Highway ninety uh, in a blizzard and making the decision with another bus operator based on a handful of roads that I traveled in the early morning hours you do have a tremendous amount of more information now, you know, radar we have, and, and, and there's so many different weather networks and so on that we can check and look at and, and monitor and consider and compare. Uh, that's a big piece. And the other part is, is mm. the, the, the consortium's involvement in it. It used to be managed almost entirely by the school bus company was entirely responsible. They make that decision still. But now the consortium is kind of involved in it more so to be, say, the voice of reason and make sure that it's a cohesive decision countywide. How uh, congenial are those morning calls? Do you have some uh, vocal disagreements? I'll I'll say this much. A conversation that starts at 530 in the morning, in most cases, (laughs) the decisions are pretty clear. And by 540, we're off the call. And it's like, okay, we can do this, we can't do this, we can service this area, we can this area, right. we can't service this area safely. There are days where I'm saying at 5.56, because it has to be decided by 6 o'clock to post it, Right. okay, we have to make a decision. We have to decide what we're going to do. And in a circumstance where we're not sure that we could transport students safely, the decision is made to cancel. Uh, if, if, because it's just one of those things that we're not going to. I would rather take phone calls from moms and dads at the office and have mm. them be upset and explain in this environment why we made those decisions than I ever would want to explain to them. Well, we just we just winged it this morning and we knew it was bad, but you know we tried. Right. And I and I and I, I just I you know I would hate to be in that situation on behalf of the boards and 
uh, in behalf of all those families. Absolutely. If folks have questions about the consortium and how you make decisions and and anything to do with, with busing in, in schools, where should they go? Best place to find any information out is at, uh, uh, on the web at SimcoeCountySchoolBus.ca. There is a, a, a new app you can sign up for for notifications. Uh, you can get all that information via the, via the, the website. And there's information there about the process, about who the players are, how, who's involved, how it works. And then also there's a contact page. That, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you want a specific answer about a specific item, there's information there that you can call. And if you need to call me, the, the numbers are there. And I'd be happy to have a conversation with you about what went on in the morning and how that decision was made. Sean, a big thank you to you and the rest of the consortium for all the work that you do on a daily basis, especially as we head into this season. And a big thank you. We talked a bit about this off air. A big thank you to the amazing bus drivers. They carry a, a very large and precious load. They, they, they're gold to us. I would, there's just only one way to describe that group of people that, that, uh, that um, our school bus or school vehicle drivers, they're absolute gold if you ever have an opportunity to meet any of those people or mm. uh, or if you wanted to take on uh, a job as a school bus operator certainly contact your local school bus operator and, and, and give that a shot because you're it's a highly respected and tremendously uh, rewarding job choice uh, but you're right it is a tremendous amount of responsibility and uh, it's pre- the most precious cargo there is on the roads in my opinion. Sean Lavasser is Safety and Accessibility Officer for the Simcoe County Student Transportation Consortium. Sean, thanks for your time here on Talk to the Town. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.